Welcome back to another episode of the City Manager Chat Podcast. I am Aretha Adams, your city manager. And as always, I am here with the amazing Suzanne Brooke, our communications director. Hey, Suzanne. Well, hey, amazing city manager. (laughs) How are you doing today? Really good. Really good. It's November already. I know. Are you done Christmas shopping? Have you started? No, I've made a list. (laughs) Yeah. How's that sound? (laughs) That sounds pretty good. I like it. I like it. All right. Why don't we jump right into hot topics today? Okay, so today I want to talk a little bit more about our favorite topic, water. This time a little bit with a twist though. So over the past month or so, the council has been considering whether or not it is time for the city to implement a moratorium on building, giving some of our water issues that we've been faced with for the past two summers and the water issues that we know are still going to exist probably for the next few summers until we find a long-term solution that we can implement. I know some of you probably have a question as to what exactly is a moratorium. Huh? And so in this context, a moratorium will halt building within the city, construction within the city as it relates to residential and commercial properties, because those are the types of developments that impact our water demand based on the water supply that we have right now. Now, there are some properties that will be exempt from this moratorium, and those are properties that have already had plats approved or concepts submitted. So they are what you would consider vested and exempt from something like a moratorium. We do, as a staff, as a council, plan to get a lot done during this moratorium period that will help us once the moratorium is lifted. We're not exactly sure how long we'll be in the moratorium yet. It depends on how quickly we can get some of these things done. Those things include creating and updating our ordinances so that we take a more water conservation approach, so that we are updating our landscape ordinance to require different types of use with water. All of this is to make sure that when the moratorium is lifted, that any new development that comes into our community has to act under these new guidelines so that they are not being a burden to the water system. And again, we're trying to do this because we all know that we receive our water from the city of Rockwall. We've been limited to 6 million gallons per day. And every summer for the past two summers, we've been running up to and or exceeding that limit. And while we're working on a second water source and additional infrastructure to the south of our city to expand how much water supply we have, we're doing everything we can to make sure that we stop bumping so closely up to that number so we don't have to go into water restrictions every summer until a solution is in place. If you guys have any questions, need any kind of clarification, again, you can always call me. My number is 972-961-4898. That's my direct line number. I'd love to talk to you if you have questions. Go to the website. There'll be a pretty comprehensive list of FAQs about moratorium, why a moratorium, how they work. And, you know, like we say, if you have a question that's not addressed, let us know and we will address it with you personally and then add it for the public. Okay. I also want to mention that we will use the downtime, the fall and the winter when water demand is a lot, lot lower. We use that time to make sure that our equipment is updated, that our infrastructure is being maintenance. And so this particular time, we are using it to switch out some of those smaller pumps for 
for a larger pump so that in case we run into any issues next year, we will have larger pumps to help us out and not kick us into a staged restriction sooner than we need to. I think what people need to know and understand is just a lot of hard work is going on around City Hall because everyone knows how it impacts our citizens, you know, impacts staff, council. I kind of like to think out of challenges come opportunities and in the end we'll be stronger. Absolutely. And you know, as challenging as it is right now, and it is, it has been challenging, we will not try to sugarcoat that. It's just been an honor to be a part of the solution, to be looking forward at how can we do this better? How can we make sure that 20 years from now, we're not suffering from some of these same issues? So that part is exciting. And we have a staff who is solution oriented. They want to jump in there. They want to find out how can we fix it? How can we make it better? Okay, we have made it to our part of the podcast where we meet a new team member. And I'm excited today to introduce you all to someone who is very important to the operations of the city of Heath. So I'm going to have him introduce himself and tell you what he does for the city and how long he's been here. My name is Randy Patton. I've been with the city for 17 years now, primarily over the parks, the streets and facility maintenance. But I do help out in the water and the wastewater side. I'm licensed through the state with water and wastewater license. So Randy, Tell us a little bit about your background with the city and what you were doing prior to joining the city. Before I came to the city, I worked for the medical center in Terrell along the same lines. I was in the maintenance out there. We did basically what I do here. I did the groundskeeping. Mm-hmm. We emptied the trash. I worked inside the ACs, the plumbing, the electrical, a lot of the same things I do here. So that's where my background come from. Well, you actually do a lot of stuff here. I mean, I just want to be clear for the folks who are listening that you and your crew are the reason why the parks and the medians and the right away and every stretch of greenery that we own looks so beautiful. We take care of 13 lift stations in the city that we maintain. We mm-hmm. mow, we eat those. Two water towers. We have the pump station in Rockwall that we maintain over there. And then we have several right-of-ways throughout the city. A few of them we contract out, but most of them we take care of them and pick up the trash and keep the roadways clean. Yeah, that's a lot going on. Any other areas of responsibility you want to kind of talk about? We have Terry Park. Yes. We have Town Center Park. We have Antigua Bay and Highlands of Heath. Town Center Park, and that's a full day job for us. Terry Park's about a half a day to just a little more maybe. Antigua Bay and Highlands of Heath, we kind of coordinate those on days. We do one of them in the morning. We do one of them in the afternoon. Right. Like I said, they look beautiful. Hey, I want to talk about something a little bit fun, though. So Santa's coming to town on December 1st. Correct. Can you let all the little boys and girls and their moms and dads know how are you and your team helping to prepare us for Santa's arrival? Well, we're actually, we've already started. We start in October. Behind the scenes stuff, we start going through all the lights, making sure everything's working, changing the bulbs. Electrical's always been a big issue. Making sure all the electrical boxes are working, all the breaker panels are up, and if anything needs to be changed. One of our big problems is the ants. Yes. Especially with the rain and everything. I remember two years ago, that was a really big deal, but you guys got it under control just in time. All that's already been done. All the electrical's been handled, and we actually started putting up lights this week. So the pavilion, the bathrooms, all that's already been done. The trees have already been wrapped. Wow. Very good. Because you never know what the weather's going to do. Well, we are doing our rain, rain, stay away dances. We've started those already. (laughs) 
So there will be no rain. We're crossing our fingers and our toes and hoping so. But I want all the little boys and girls to know that we have real life elves working for the city of Heath. (laughs) (laughs) And they are in our public works department being led by Randy Patton, Uh, making sure that everything is ready for Santa and the reindeer who will be here on Friday, December 1st. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So thank you for telling me about all the things that you do. Is there anything else you want the folks to know about public works, you, your crew, and everything? that you guys do for us we're a small town we're a small community and myself and the guys that's why we like working here because we get to wear many hats yeah we, we get to be involved in a lot of things you know so parks the streets we patch the potholes we put up the signs and the parts we mow and then you know comes down to like this special events so that we get to be involved in all aspects of it and facilities yeah. you oh, guys yeah. maintain our buildings yeah. and make sure that you know the buildings that the employees come into every day that they're operational that they're safe so that's another huge component of your job that I'm super appreciative of for sure. So thanks for talking to me today. But before I let you go, I have to ask you a question. I ask everyone who comes, what is your favorite part about working for the city of Heath? I like being involved. I like being involved in all aspects of it where you get to do something different. You know, it's kind of seasonal. Our work is kind of seasonal. So spring and summer, we're mowing. Then we have Mm -hmm. our street projects that we do. Mm -hmm. We have our facility and monthly things that we do, but it's, it's never the same every day. It's something different. Oh, that is the truth. You know, it's, you don't get bored. Yep. You don't have time to get bored. It stays Absolutely. exciting and you get to stay on your toes and stay fresh. So that's awesome. Absolutely. Thank you for joining me and I hope you come back. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Randy. Wasn't Randy awesome? Oh, I love talking I'm to so him. I'm so glad that we got him to come on. You know, he's a quiet behind the scenes he guy, is. but such a hard worker. And when we sent him the invitation, no, thank you. Like, <laughs> oh, you don't have a choice, <laughs> right? Randy. You're coming, buddy. And he was just, he was all in. He did good. He really is. And that's one of the things I really enjoy about him. He loves this work. He does. Like, you know, he doesn't always want the praise and the spotlight, no. but all of the stuff that he does behind the scenes, he actually loves it. And he does it with a happy heart. And so he's good. He's shout good out it. to you, Randy. He is good. Thank you for everything that you do and the crew there and how well they do. It was a, a pleasure to have you. So we got to have him back on in the future. Sounds good. All right, Suzanne, we have reached the portion of our podcast where we are at the business update. And this week, I really want to spotlight Rush Creek Yacht Club. Or should we say home of the champions and happy 54th birthday to them, by the way. <laughs> I know, isn't it hard to believe that quiet hidden gym has been sitting there for so long? And it's actually the home of several Olympic gold medalist sailors and other award winners from around the world. That is amazing. I didn't realize until kind of doing some research for this that they were founded all the way back in 1969. So kind of parallel with the lake. Correct. Exactly. They offer so much for the community and sailors, you know, around the region. They have organized competition, education for all ages, including one of the only year-round youth sailing programs in Texas. That's true. They also, the facilities, I don't know the last time you've been out there, but the facilities are beautiful. It includes a wet and dry slip storage, a swimming pool, an expansive deck with an attached playground and a full-service dining room and bar. The mayor is a member of the Yacht Club and he's taken me out there before. It is just gorgeous. gorgeous. I love it. And we're super lucky because they're allowing us to host the employee Christmas party there yes, this year. Yes, they are. 
that's going to be a ton of fun with beautiful views. Mm, it's going to be nice. So if you all want to learn more about membership at Rush Creek Yacht Club or education, boat rentals, you can go to rcyc.org and find out everything you need to know. Okay, we have reached the fun part of the podcast, the just for fun. So following up on what we talked about with Randy, the Christmas crew is getting ready for Christmas in Heath on Friday. You have to mark your calendars for December 1st from 5.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Santa's going to come to town. His reindeer will be here with him. All of the little elves passing out hot cocoa and cookies, food trucks with all kinds of different cuisines to choose from. It's going to be a time. It you got to come. In fact, yesterday we had a team leader meeting right here at City Hall. Of course, you know we have the special events board, but our events have grown with the community. And last year at our Christmas event, I remember just standing there like, wow. Mm. Where did everyone come from? But we want to keep that hometown Heath charm, that Hallmark feel that we go for. And so the way we feel like we can do it is just expand the team. So we have more people and more boots on the ground to make it fun, safe, and festive. And what I think is so cool is that you don't even have a problem finding more people for the team because people love to come and help with our events. So thank you to the volunteers. I mean, truly, without you, the event wouldn't have the same feel and success that we experience every year. So thank you, Suzanne, for all that coordination, because that's a lot. Um, But Thanks to the volunteers, too, for their time. It's a privilege. It really is. It's a joy. Okay, so if you don't know, it takes place in Town Center Park that's located behind City Hall. And like I said, you're going to see all the sights, sounds, and treats of the season. So come on out and have fun. And we mentioned this the last podcast, but we love to support our high school. So we want to remind everybody that that weekend is also the Class of 2024 Heath Holiday Home Tour, Candlelight Tour on the evening of the 30th, Daytime Tour on December. First, you can find them on Facebook. They're selling tickets now. And then, of course, the next morning, bright and early. Or, no, actually, it'll be Saturday, December 16th. The high school cross country team is going to host their ninth. They've been doing this for nine years the reindeer run. So, good stuff happening. That's going to be super fun. Everyone, we get to hear from you now. So we did get a question this week from our customer service representative. This is a question that they get a lot. So we wanted to highlight it on the podcast. And it is, what is allowed in the bulky waste pickup? That's a great question. So we've added a complete list of what is accepted and not accepted to the website under the trash collection services section. So make sure to go look at that. That's at heathtx.com. But quickly, here's what you can put out on the curb by Monday at 7 a.m. each week. So we accept brush that's bundled in no more than four feet in length per bundle or less than 50 pounds. Furniture, like a couch, a chair, a mattress, a box spring, appliances, debris from minor home improvement projects, no more than one cubic yard total on collection day, and then cardboard boxes, they have to be broken down. But for a complete list, again, please head over to our website, heathtx.com, under the trash collection area, and you'll see the full comprehensive list of what is accepted, and you'll even see some of what's not accepted. Just to go ahead and get in front of a question asked, 
right around this season or right around January 1st, they will pick up live Christmas trees. Just put that out at the curb too. Just be sure to take that elf off the top of it. And we've made it to the end of another awesome podcast. It's so fun. It was. I don't even know what number this is, but it's exciting. I mean, I know we started in March, but the fact that we're kind of winding down the year, it's like already. I know. How cool. We've been doing this for quite a while. And it's just, to me, it gets more and more fun. I hope for you too. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Well, hey, we appreciate you all for listening. Remember to send in any questions or comments that you have for us. If there's something about the format or additional information, information that you think you want to get more often from the podcast, let us know. Give us some feedback. This is for you. This is to make sure that the community is getting information that otherwise is not so easily accessible. So let us know. Correct. Absolutely. And I'll see you on December 1st in the park. Yay.